following program is made possible by Gatekeepers Ministries International. So now, you know, last week we went over the power of justification, right? The power of justification. The power of justification. And you know... Uh, we love dealing with myths, right? You know, being able to uh, free ourselves from, from myths and free ourselves from traditional uh, sayings and phrasings. Because, you know, even Jesus told the people of his day, the Pharisees, the scribes, the religious rulers, as well as others that were listening to him. He also said to them, your traditions make the word of God of what? So, you know, we're letting go of and getting rid of and exposing those types of traditions and myths hello, that cause the word of God to be of non-effect. That, that, that moves us from underneath the operation of the kingdom of God. Hello? Uh, are y'all enjoying this journey? Oh, whoa. So let's talk about this some more, okay? Y'all ready? Okay, so now we, we're going to deal with a topic that for years... I've been cooking. Me and the Holy Spirit have been, you know, cooking this topic, okay? So let me start off with something that you can go on the internet, and when you go, to, if you Google this, you will find this subject come up, all right? Are y'all hearing? Okay, and that is, would Jesus go to church? Now, don't try to answer it yet. Okay, would Jesus go to church? If you Google it, you'll find, you'll find some answers to that. You'll find some folks saying, no, Jesus won't go to church. Okay, well, let, let, me, let me launch from, from, from this question. Let me launch from this point. Is that okay? All right, and I want you to launch right along with me. Would Jesus go to church? Now, my answer to you would be, yes, he would. Okay? My answer to you would be, yes, he would. Okay? So I want to dive off of and launch also off of Ephesians 4.11. Let me remind you what, what the Bible says, what God says. Okay? All right? And we still, you know, we, listen. Oh, my goodness. You are just going to be so built up. So fortified. You're going to be so just, I, I tell you, filled up, healed, delivered from this living word. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so now let me remind you. Let's, 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 let me start here because I want to, this is going to all come together. Let's look at, let's be reminded of why you have a pastor, why there are apostles, prophets, teachers, and evangelists, okay? All right, and it's still going to tie into, you know, you being able to discover, do you have an answer? Would Jesus go to church? All right? Okay, but let's, let's, let's review this. Now, this is the Spirit of the Lord, Holy Spirit coming upon men, holy men, men of the early church, and inspiring them with his will inspiring them to write down and record his will, his perspective. Are y'all listening? 
Hello. I believe we're in a time of reformation, just like we hear so many other apostles and prophets saying. And you know, whenever reformation is in the earth, then God does something with our perspective. Hello. And that's something that God does with our perspective is he gets our perspective to get back in line with his perspective. Oh, hallelujah. So let's look at this. Okay. And he gave some apostles. All right. Now you need to understand that the first intent of this scripture is really not so much about individuality. Okay, are you hearing? It's not so much about individuality. Individuality is included in this, meaning your individual ministry is included, but it is to bring out a greater perspective. Okay, are you listening? So, so, so Jesus gave gifts. He gave gifts. He gave, he gave portions of himself. He gave portions of his expression. He gave portions of his dimension. He gave portions of, 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 of his characteristics. Are y'all, are y'all hearing? He, he gave portions of, of his grace, of his anointing. He, he, he divided it up and he gave. Are you listening? See, and his first, his first, the first, the first understanding was that when Jesus, when, when they were writing this, Jesus was talking about, or they were giving us the understanding that Jesus gave to geographical areas. He gave to people groups. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So the first intent or part of the original intent was not to create re, like denominations. Are, are y'all hearing Okay, he wasn't giving uh, giftings and and dimensions and his and his personalities. Okay, or he wasn't giving it to denominations. He was giving it to nations. He was giving it to geographical locations. He was giving it to people groups. Now, when I say people groups, don't think segregation. Okay, are you hearing? He he knew that. People, groups would be gathered different places. Whoa, are y'all with me today? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so he gave some. He gave some apostles. See, he gave some nations, some geographical areas, some locations, some people groups. Oh, my goodness. Are you hearing? He gave some apostles. Then he gave some prophets. Then he gave some evangelists. Then he gave some pastors and teachers. Are y'all with me here? Okay, now here we go. Let's, let's do the punchline. <laughs> now here's the purpose. All right? Purpose. You know, I am extremely interested in purpose. And you have been raised up in this ministry, and you get reminded of purpose. 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 Okay? Purpose. See, and that's why we're going to look at where Jesus go to church. Okay? Purpose. Purpose. It says for the perfecting of the saints. Whoa. Hello. For the maturing of the saints. When you hear the word apostle, the next thing you should also hear and understand is they are for helping me to mature. Are you hearing me? 
when you hear pastor, the next thing that you should also hear and be able to respond and understand is that they are there to help you to mature. Okay, are y'all are y'all there? And and so forth. when you go to to prophet, when you get to the evangelist, when you get to the teacher, are you are, are y'all do y'all see that Bible right there? For the maturing, for the perfecting of the saints. Then it says for the work. Here we go for the so when you hear of apostle, then the next thing you should hear and understand and have a vision of, you should have a vision of you finding out what your ministry is. You should have a vision of you being activated and deployed into your ministry. Oh my goodness. Hello. Now are are, are you are y'all are y'all hearing me? Oh my goodness. For the for the work of the ministry. For the, ed- for the building up of the body. Hello. For the building up. So they, they are to be like the trainees in the gym. You know, like a lot of you have the gym uh, pass and, you know, your personal trainers. Where they're also to be like your personal trainers. Are anybody here? Okay. They're, they're there to make sure that you stay fit. Hello. To help you with your fitness. Hello. To help you with your fitness. Okay. Uh, are, are you hearing? Okay, so when you think of the fivefold ministry, see, you should be thinking of them based off of the revelation and the depth of the revelation of what the scriptures say their purpose is for. Okay, then it says, till we all, oh, wait a minute, stop it. Hello. Hello. Hmm. Yes. Hello. See, okay, and so, so let me ask that a question again. It says, till, till we all, till ye all, till we, we all there? No way. No, no, no way. Hello. But this is this is letting us know. See, this God is giving us a glimpse of, of his timetable so we can take our mind off of that. Hello. Are you listening? Now we are to see some indications, all right? And so that we can we can even stop all this murmuring and complaining. Hello. And get the work done. And, and get the work done. Hello. And get the work done. Get the work done. Now, that work that is be done, first and foremost, from my perspective, is going to be working on our character. Hello. Working on our character so I can realize that it's God's will for me to unify with you. For, for, me, to, for, for me to treat you like you really are literally my hand. Because I don't hate my hand. Right? Well, we are a many-member body, right? And it doesn't the word say, will you hate your own body? See, no. So remember, when you think of the fivefold ministry, I want you to be able to see the work of the ministry, the work, the purpose, hello, to, to, to bring us and to encourage us and to build us up and to also get us delivered from those things that separate us. Are, are y'all hearing me today? You know, Jesus is not coming back for a divided church. Will Jesus go to church? <laughs> Hello. Till we all come into the unity of the what? Faith. Faith. And of the knowledge of who? The Son of God. Oh, I love this. Because today, it seemed like preaching Jesus is corny. Today, it seemed like preaching Jesus is like, that was okay when I was an infant Christian. Uh, you know, when I was a baby Christian, I expected, you know, for you to keep on reminding me about Jesus. Don't you know I know who Jesus is? Hello? No. 
it is till we come into the, the depth, the, oh my goodness, the length, the, oh, and, and then the workable, the workable experience of, of who our king is. And, and until we really literally know what it is to share in his death, to share in his suffering, to share in his resurrection. Hello. You know, the Bible does say that someone can teach you the ways of the Lord. So now we get, a, we get a greater glimpse of that because that was said in the Old Testament under a different covenant, but it still crossed over to this new covenant, and God made it clear. See, the Holy Spirit made it even more clear. The fivefold ministry can teach you, can aid you with the ways of God. Hello. Whoa. The knowledge of Christ. See, in this word, knowledge is not just talking about the accumulation of information. This word, knowledge, here is also the word that means experience. When we experience Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, whoa. Jesus, Jesus wants you to experience his, his, his goodness, his kindness, his, his mercy, his affection. Oh, my, his care, his view of you. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And, and you know, this, this, is a, this thing is, a, is an eternal thing. Are, are y'all hearing me? That's why folks is like, well, I, I know everything about Jesus that I can. No, really? No. Hello? Are, are we here? All right, listen. Okay, to and, and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a what? Perfect, Perfect man. man. Here we go again. I mean, it's repeated twice. Hello, and a mature, a mature man and woman of God. Okay, unto the what? Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness now, of Christ. This is what I love. Every, see, most people are waiting to get to heaven to be in the full measure of Jesus. But that doesn't say when I get to heaven. It says that their job is to bring me to the, to the statue of the fullness of Christ. It ain't saying on that side. It says on this side. Uh-oh. Hello. See, and their job is to preach to you so you can have faith for this. Hello. Are, are, are y'all all right? Would Jesus go to church? All right. Well, let's let's go over some things. Okay. Okay. First of all, we all know that Jesus was a Hebrew, right? He was a Jewish boy. Okay. And according to the Hebrew custom, they went to the synagogue regularly. Hello. So how many of you know he was Jesus as a little boy too? So did he go to the synagogue? Did he go? Did he go with his parents? Hello. Are y'all all right? Okay, so. So now in Jesus' day, it was called the synagogue. So now when Jesus grew up, did Jesus, when he was in his 20s, did he say, listen, I ain't going to the synagogue. Did he say that? Hello. L listen at this. Look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Would Jesus, would Jesus go to church? Okay, would Jesus go to church? Would Jesus go to church? My answer would be yes. 
Okay. So now when we, while we're there, let, just, just let me, let, let's talk some more. Okay. Now, some people would say, well, you know, the church, that's just a building. That's just a building. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yes, you are. You're wrong. You're wrong. Because, you're, because one of the reasons why the, the believers were inspired to use the word church was because Jesus wanted, the Holy Spirit wanted them to have the perspective of the word ecclesia. Hello? And then also ecclesia is a governmental term. Whoa. Hello? Are y'all listening? And so, so would, would, would Jesus in our day, see, as born-again believers, okay, the, the, the New Testament way, uh-oh, the New Testament way, because the early believers, they would call themselves the way until the revelation from the apostolic and the prophetic came along by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and say, okay, well, there's another, there's another um, meaning. There's another implication. There's something else in the earth that needs to be implied. And you need to imply to the earth the word ecclesia. Oh, my goodness. Hello. You need to imply to the principalities and the powers that my government is in the earth moving because ecclesia is a governmental word. It has a governmental meaning. Hello. So now, now, now look, at, look at this. Now look at this. Jesus also said where two or more, it's, it's written, where two or more gathered in his, where is he at? Okay, so now you are the ecclesia, a group, right? Because ecclesia also means a called out group. So now he said, if you, as a called out group, are gathered in his name, would he be in church? Yeah. Because he'll be in the midst of you, the ecclesia. Whoa. Uh, are you hearing? So would Jesus go? Okay, so, so if, if, if a group of believers come together in the park. See, now I'm not saying in the name of all this other stuff, in the name of Jesus. Did Jesus already promise that he would be in the midst? And so you're the what? Or in other words, you're the what? Oh. So would he go to church? Oh my! Hello. See, okay. So now, let, now, now let's look at this here part. It says Hebrews ten twenty five. Uh, we can, you can read the whole thing, the whole chapter on your own. But I just want to get right here. Okay. It says, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves. Okay. So now this is the word of the Lord. This is a directive. Okay. It's 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 not a. Um, what do they say when people say, you know, I'm not asking your opinion. You know, I'm not giving you a suggestion. You know, this is a directive. Y'all know what a directive is, right? It's like a command. But, but look at it. See, Jesus had to allow it to be spoken to us in this manner, in this dispensation or under this covenant. But he wasn't contradicting the thing that he said in the first covenant. 
Because in the first covenant in the book of in, in Exodus, guess what they, the Hebrews were told? They were told, okay, you are to honor the Sabbath. And on the Sabbath, you are to gather yourself. You are to honor the Sabbath. You, and see, they knew honor the Sabbath didn't mean light candles. They knew honor the Sabbath meant that they were to get together. And how many of you know that was a command? So now what Jesus did is moved on the men of God and, and said, okay, I'm go it's going to have the same meaning, but I'm just going to, you know, uh, have different terms. Are you listening? So now it says, forsake not the assembling. So, so, so I'm excited, but let me give you all uh, um, uh, the meaning of the word assembly. Okay, when it's one of the biblical meanings, okay? Okay, first of all, the meaning assembly is also carries the word ecclesia. But let me spell it so y'all can have it right. Okay, it's E-K-K-E-S-I-A. It's still ecclesia, right? Okay, well, well the word assembial, assembial, okay, in the Greek also is the word for ecclesia. And what does it mean? It's the common term for a meeting of the people called together by a crier. Whoa. Hello. So now the Bible says not forsaking the what? Assembling of yourselves, right? Ourselves, what? Together. So why, why would God allow this to be written? Why would he, why would he during the first century Jews, the second century Jews, why in Apostle Paul's day and Peter's day, why would the Holy Spirit talk to them that way? Well, my answer is he, they were, the Bible, Jesus said the Holy Spirit is going to show you things to come. I believe the Holy Spirit was showing them the day is coming where, you know what, people are going to be told you don't need to go to church. He, see, the Holy Spirit was, was, was I, I believe the Holy Spirit was showing them the day has come where they're going to write books and they're going to, they're going to make people uh, lose the importance of, 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 of assembling, okay, uh, coming together. They're going to find all kind of ways to, 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 to try to make it seem like it's bondage and, and, and you know, come on, y'all. It says, not forsaking what? The, the assembly. assembly. Listen, don't forsake the, the, the meeting of, 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 of the people that is called by a crier. Oh, boy. Wow. Hello. Is God still speaking today? Yes. Is the Holy Spirit still speaking today? Yes. Oh. I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to look at it like he's crying because he's sad, but I believe he's still calling people. Hello? I believe he's still, he's still beckoning people. He's still moving upon people. He's still getting folks' attention. Hello? Are y'all with me? Come on, Glory. Listen, this, you were supposed to be here this day. Hello. Mm. In the name of Jesus, we agree. So look, it says, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together. Now look at look, this. I don't, this is so clear. 
Isn't that clear? It's already, see, it's already telling us that as the manner of some. Well, okay, now we're going to come back here, but I need you to run back to Ephesians 4.11 really quick so we can look at the purpose. Hello. See, the argument is not going to be around the word Sabbath and when you keep the Sabbath. We ain't going to argue around that. Because the point is, he made a promise. If a group of my ecclesia, hello, if they are gathered and assembled together in my name, I'm going to be there. Oh, my goodness. So from my perspective, Jesus is in he in, he's in the church down the street. He's in it. Hello. Uh, what? He would. So if Jesus come to church, what's, what's your excuse? Let, let me do like the prophets did. You know, tell those prophets of Baal, come on, put your stuff on the altar and let's see who God, because the one who answered by fire, you know, and, and Jeremiah said that God said his word is like fire. It's like, it's like a hammer. And we release the word of God to burn up those erroneous things. And like a hammer to break up those erroneous things in the name of Jesus. And we, we decree and command the truth to prevail and people to be free. Here we go. We're looking at purpose. That we be, that we henceforth be no more like what? Children. So now, the fivefold ministry is here to keep you from, you, know, you just eat everything. Hello? If it's in a bookstore, and, and am I against any of that? No, because we got books. But, but remember, they are there to build you up, to help you, to train you so, so that you won't, hello, so you won't be like a little child. Huh? Okay, listen. Then it says toss to, to and fro. To and what? Fro. Uh, one minute, one minute. Yes, Jesus heals. The next minute, oh, God, put this on me because he's trying to teach me something. Then the next minute, it's like, it's like, yeah, hallelujah. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for, uh, uh, we believe in the fivefold ministry. We believe in prophets. Then over here, it's like, oh, well, you know, uh, all of them died when, when Peter died. I mean, it's like, it's like every win. Then you're over here. You know, it's just like the revelation that we talk about of, of Psalms 92. You know, the Psalms 92 says the planted of the Lord are going to prosper. So then I, I, I go by words. I go, now it says planted. So if I plant a bush, do I expect to wake up and find my bush in somebody else's yard? See? Look, it says, and carry and carried about with every what? Wind of doctrine. That, that's teachings. Why church? Why church? See? Somebody needs to also join the others and talk about it. Why church? Why? Okay, let's, let's, it says that we... 
be that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind, with every wind of doctrine, by the what? Slight of men. And then it's letting us know where, where their wonderful books are coming from. Not all. Where their great revelations is coming from. It says, and cunning what? Craftiness. Whereby they lie and wait to do what? Deceive. Come on, why church? Would Jesus go to church? And then they'll say, well, you know, and, and they always want to pin it on the movies. Well, did you see that movie of Jesus? And when you were seeing that movie about Jesus, he wasn't. You ain't seen him in church. If the movie is real, there was no church in that day. But there was the synagogue, didn't you? Hello. And then he was, okay. Oh, this is deep. And then he was assembled with some believers. So let me, let me give you, it's not going to be in order, but let me give you another reason why we assemble. See, we assemble together for one of the sacraments. And one of the sacraments is communion. That is, are, are you hearing? So let me ask this question. Did Jesus have communion by himself? No, he did not. Hello? And I know, I know you can have communion by yourself every day. Yeah, amen. You can do that. But don't let that be your excuse to all of a sudden now you want to prove that there's no reason for the ecclesia. There's no reason for assembling yourself. When actually, when we look at Jesus' life, we're going to see him model a lot of things where it may not have the term over it. Okay, but he's modeling it because the Bible says, now, now I'm rushing now. The Bible even in Corinthians 1 Corinthians. Then when we look in Luke, it says he called his disciples at the last time. He gathered them. Didn't we hear the word assembly also have the word a crier? Yes, yes, yes. He brought them together. Well, he, he gathered them and said, come on, we're going to do something that the church is going to do from now until I come back. See, the ecclesia is going to do uh, a group are going to also assemble, hello, come together. Whoa. Mm. See, that's, that spirit of independence that, that's being made to look so beautiful. Y'all forgot who started that. Lucifer did. Wow. Are y'all are y'all here? Okay, come on, take me back. Really quick, I'm, I'm finishing this. It says, not forsaking the assembling of, your, of ourselves together as the manner of some, but do what? Exhorting one another. Now, now it says exhorting one another. How can you have one, one another. another if... Uh, if... Uh, if there's no need to assemble, or 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 uh, if uh, you're gonna be listening to those people that saying, "I just at home, you know, I can turn on TV." Oh, that's nice, but excuse me, that's you and the TV assembly. 
Now, 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 I'm not saying that those things are not necessary when they, when they're a tool. You have to remember, a lot of you got were strengthened and protected through COVID because of the years of me preaching like this before COVID hit. And I'm, gonna, I'm trying to tell you all, there is some other stuff that's coming and that's here. And we need to stay unified. Hello. We need to see the importance, glory to God, of exhorting one another. Hello. So let me, I came up with, a, with another list. Can I give you all mine? Okay, number one, why, why church? Why, why? Okay, well. First of all, the Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing. It says faith comes by what? Hearing. Come on, let's run really quick to Romans. Let's go really quick to Romans. Okay, chapter, yeah, uh, yeah, 10, 17. Okay, but I want to really go to 10, 14. Okay, all right, why? Why, church, why should we assemble together? Okay, why, why, why? All right, well, I would say also, okay, is so that you can hear. And God has, has allowed the ecclesia to come into existence, and Jesus has allowed the ecclesia, and he supports the ecclesia and the assembling so that you can hear. All right? Now, what does is, what is, what is, what is the word of God say? Then, then how shall they call on him in whom they have not what? Believe. See, how? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not what? Heard. And then I love this. You would think that they went around and erased this out of every Bible. And how shall they hear without a preacher? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. See, that's why that... That's why the Absalom spirits and the Jezebel spirits is, and those and and the um, uh, I, I think I'm the Herod Herod spirits. That's why they all working to try to kill the preachers, make you discourage discourage you concerning your leadership, discourage you concerning uh, the leadership of God. Why? Because its, it's, it's, it's strategy is to move you from a place of hearing. Hello? Then it wants to move you from a place of where, where you, you can also have your, your brother or your sister in the Lord sh share and encourage you and remind you of the word. Hello? And remind you that you are an overcomer when your emotions are feeling really low. Uh -oh. or, 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 or to bring into operation, the scripture says two is better than one, and the threefold cord is not easily broken. And to bring into, see, it's trying to keep us from, from staying under the operation of how the kingdom of God operates. See, it's trying to move us. But in Jesus' name, I declare that Jesus already defeated those things. So we execute that, that we execute the, the, the victory that, that he has that he has brought about. Come on, y'all. So okay, so let me see. And and how shall they hear without a what? Preacher. So see you hearing. Because faith comes by and hearing by the word of God. Yes. Okay, let me give you my other part. 
Okay, now, uh, we already went over this. Okay, the next thing is to learn. All right? To learn. You, you know about the prophetic movement. You know about the apostolic movement. You know about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Well, okay, well, you, you got that by assembling. Training, equipping. We already said the partaking of the sacrament, you know, coming together. Okay. Would Jesus go to church? Yeah. Praying for one another. Sharpening each other. Whoa. So. If Jesus was here in 2023, please invite me. Come on, y'all. Invite me to your show, on your show, and ask me would Jesus go to church. I will say yes. You've been listening to Dr. James David Treadwell, Jr. To hear more from Kingdom Impact Ministries, we invite you to call in at area code 856 406-6101 or visit us at kingdomimpactministries.net